Hello, welcome to the Equippers International podcast, our short version where we're studying the book of Hebrews, and we are finishing up chapter 6 today. I want to read verses 19 and 20 again. The writer says, This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, a hope both sure and steadfast, and one which enters within the veil, where Jesus has entered as a forerunner for us, having become a high priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. Now, in this episode, I want to talk about the veil and Jesus being a forerunner for us. In the next episode, we'll get into chapter 7, where we'll really begin to unpack this idea of Jesus being a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. But today, I want to focus on the veil and Jesus as the forerunner. One thing the writer of Hebrews is going to do throughout this book, he's already done it to a certain extent, but it's really going to become very intensified in the next few chapters, is he's going to methodically deal with what I call the sacred symbols of Judaism. He's going to deal with the priesthood. He's going to deal with the temple. He's going to deal with the sacrificial system because these things were at the very heart of the Jewish religion. And remember, his audience, these Jewish believers, need to be encouraged that what they have experienced in Jesus is far superior to anything that they had in their Jewish religion before they came to Christ. So the writer's going to move through these symbols in a very methodical way, and he's going to show without any question that Jesus is superior. Now, one of the things that was most important to the Jews was the temple. God had given them very specific design. We know over the course of the history of the children of Israel, there are a couple very significant temples. The first was built by Solomon, and we call that Solomon's Temple. And we know that that temple was destroyed during the Babylonian exile. And the second temple was rebuilt just before the time of Jesus, and that temple was called Herod's Temple. So Herod's Temple would have been the temple that was standing during the time of Jesus' life on earth. Both temples were built after the pattern that God had given the children of Israel when he explained to them how to build the temple. And we know the design with the outer courts and the holy place and then the holy of holies, that very sacred inner place where they believed that the presence of God dwelt there in the holy of holies. You would find the ark and the other implements that the children of Israel were instructed to put there. And that is the place where the mercy seat was found and where once a year a priest was allowed to go in behind the veil that separated the holy place from the holy of holies and he was to make an atoning sacrifice for the people. And so this place was only accessible one day out of the year for one man. And what separated that place from the outer place was this veil. Now, there have been teachings about what this veil was like and how big it was. Uh, with a little bit of research, you'll find out that there is really no explanation of exactly how thick it was. I've heard stories of it being 18 inches thick, other stories that it was as thick as the width of a man's hand. There's really no scripture to support the thickness of the veil. We do know that it was very long and very wide. It was a large area, but we do know that it was a very real barrier to the place where the Jews believed the presence of the Lord dwelt. So this veil represented a very real and tangible barrier between men 
and God. And so the writer of Hebrews is going to deal with this idea of the veil, and he's going to respect the fact that God's presence was believed to be in that place. Now, we're going to see in subsequent chapters in the book of Hebrews, he's going to really deal with the dynamic of the earthly temple and the heavenly temple. We're going to learn a lot more about this, and I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. But right now, he's going to introduce this idea that the hope that we have is sure and steadfast because it is a hope that enters within the veil, in the place where God's presence was believed to dwell. In other words, Jesus enters into the very presence of God as a forerunner, as one that goes before us and paves the way for us to go. Now, a couple of scriptures that are very significant with regards to the veil. If you remember, in all three of the synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they all explain the events of what happened at the crucifixion of Jesus. And at the very significant point in his crucifixion, all three writers tell us that the veil in the temple was torn in two. There was this miraculous supernatural event that happened that the veil, this actual physical curtain, was ripped in two, almost as if the hand of God reaches down and tears this veil in two. And for the first time ever in the history of the children of Israel, this holy of holy place is revealed for all people to see. And so it was this physical manifestation of what Jesus was doing in the spirit to remove every barrier into the presence of God. It's a beautiful truth that God manifested in the natural, this removal of this very tangible barrier for people to enter into his presence. And so this picture that the writer of Hebrews is giving us is a very important truth. Jesus has entered as a forerunner. So this idea of a forerunner is one that goes before and makes the path available for others to follow. Jesus entered in within the veil as a forerunner. And when he did that, he acted in the capacity of the high priest forever so that those that follow him can enter into that same place. So this is a beautiful picture of what Jesus has accomplished for us, where he has become the one that has removed the barrier for us to relate freely and openly with full access to the presence of God. So this morning, I want you to meditate on this incredible truth. Sometimes we miss the significance of what Jesus has accomplished for us if we become too familiar with these images. This is the foundation of what Jesus has done for us. He has paved the way for us to have free and total unencumbered access to God where we can enjoy fellowship, we can enjoy the steadfastness and the surety of our hope that we have in that place in the presence of God. So I hope that this encourages you today. Be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.